solid. All right, guys. What's going on? As you heard, Liam's here. I'm here, Mike Sullivan. It's Tuck Rule Takes, uh, episode 13, I think, which makes sense because 13 is bad luck, and that's all the Patriots had this weekend. Um, with us, recurring guest, actually the first recurring guest, I think, right? Yeah, congrats. Woo! Slow golf yeah, clap. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 don't don't clap. We don't even need to clap for yeah, it. Right, um, it's Josie back you, all the way from uh, Idaho. Uh, the the Not only Idahoian who I think in existence. Um, Soon to be Maddie, <laughs> make it two. There's going to be two two people from Couch Guy Sports are going to be living in Idaho soon, and I think that's too too many people. I feel like there's a, there's a limit for how many known people can be in Idaho. Um, because anyways, that was population anyway. Probably just it. like let me claim it. I'm the OG. <laughs> the OG. Is that what you do? You want to be the OG from Idaho? I don't know about that. Why um, not? <laughs> but, but yeah, guys, you heard me say Couch Guy Sports. Um, go take a look there. Uh, I actually wrote something today about how the Patriots' past success has broken the fan base. Uh, Liam's all over there. Josie's all over there as well. CouchGuySports.com. A uh, little birdie also told me we are going to be getting Tuck Rule Takes merch soon. Uh, I love saying merch, by the way. It's like, a, I, feel like I feel like we're an official an official podcast, but uh, there's going to be some sort of merch soon. So just kind of be on the lookout for that. Uh, you can hit either me or Liam up or Tuck Rule Takes on Twitter if any of that interests you. But you all know why to get we're my here. TRT banana hammock. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if the if the Patriots lose next week, I may have to wear one of those. I have a whole thing going on. For that. Yikes. So that's not a bet I want to be a part of. <laughs> I'm not coming back on the show. 35 to 29. Patriots lost to the Dallas Cowboys, the fraudulent America's team beat America's actual team. And over time, um, we, it, it, this episode is going to be all about that. Uh, there's not going to be much breaking down of next week. Cause like I said, we are playing the Jets, J E T S suck, suck, suck. Um, <laughs> 35, 29 overtime. I would say, and I, I don't know if you guys agree, Liam, I'm pretty sure you, you agree. Probably the best game of the year in the NFL. I would say so. With the worst ending, the best game I've ever watched. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. uh, it was it was back and forth. Um, you know, mistakes on both sides, missed calls from both sides too. Uh, phantom calls, crazy fourth down stops, um, balls getting punched out, balls being touchdowns, crazy. but there's no conclusive evidence, so it isn't a, a lot touchdown. Of balls. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, a lot of balls. You know, big Dak balls. Prescott, a big, big, big ball podcast, big, big balls, Definitely all the balls. Giant pink ones. <laughs> um, giant. We'll have to get that on a, on a, on a shirt. Just the big, the big pink, <laughs> pink balls with a, with a tuck rule takes people listening have no idea what that's about. Um, but, but anyways, um, I'm, I'm not going to start because I don't really know where my head is. So one of you guys, uh, Josie, if you want to start since your team somehow pulled out a win, um, how are you, how are you feeling right now? I mean, I wasn't confident at all during the game. Like I said, I knew it would be close. I knew it was going to be high scoring. was really bummed when there was a chance for 21-28 to happen, and it didn't happen since that was my prediction on the show. Mm -hmm. But the last, like, two minutes of the fourth quarter and overtime was just a roller coaster. I was on the ground. I was screaming. Uh, I had to grab a drink after, obviously, because <laughs> – my goodness, that You're was me. the best game Drinking that the Cowboys have had this year as well. Like as far as closeness and competitiveness, 
I, yeah, it was one to watch, especially when you're sitting next to a Patriots fan and chewing his phone away so it wouldn't be spoiled. <laughs> Gosh. Sorry, I'm not going to laugh with you, Josie. I'm not in the mood to laugh. I, I can tell. I'll only yeah, laugh at Maddie B's suffering. That's the only thing I'll, I'll chuckle at. It but. all started with Diggs' pick. That's when I, that's really where that turning point was. I feel like that's when – because the third quarter, in my opinion, was kind of silent, kind of silent. Not much happened. Yeah. But yeah. that fourth quarter – yeah. Made up for it. Made up for the lull in action. Fourth quarter was exactly. ridiculous. Pat scored 15 points. The Cowboys scored 12. That was that was where all the scoring happened. It was, it was, it was insane. Uh, and you brought up Diggs. Uh, Diggs was um, silent. Yeah, until I didn't really that Yeah, we know until that <laughs> streaks alive. Which, for myself. Can I just get this out of the way now? I don't think the way. Diggs is good. I don't think he's that good. I really Ooh, hot take. Do tell. It's not, even a hot, it's not even a hot take. Three well, of his, he's three on five next week. You won't have to worry about hearing him get an interception good. next week. Good. I'm fine. glad because <laughs> it sounds like nails down a chalkboard to me. I cannot stand to hear it. But three of his interceptions have been passes tipped to him. That sounds like an inability for, for receivers to catch. Same thing goes for in this Patriots game. A common theme that we saw plenty were drops bad drops and while mac didn't throw the perfect pass in the world it was a flat out drop catch that jackass that just landed in that jackass's hand like somebody threw an egg off the hen house just right into his palms and he was gone and at that point it's just i'm devastated i'm sure every other patriots fan is devastated and then wait i've heard my scream throughout idaho of that pick because i'm sure i was the only person in idaho that was you know. probably yeah but just end it there the only person in idaho just i was gonna say there. yeah <laughs> that's where we cut it off but then the very next play we get two touchdowns in like 16 seconds here the very next Ooh, play go. what does Diggs do just please tell me josie what, oh, what is I, a... I don't know if he was even on the field i i think oh, he was kind he of was. a ghost he oh was no just, he, he was just he, chilling crazy you would think <laughs> you would think he was a ghost but actually Bill, or I guess if you want to say Josh McDaniel, drew up the right play here to have a perfect play. Our, our boy, pass? our yeah. boy Kenny Bourne, go over the yeah. middle and do a little stop and go, and Biggs getting over Diggs getting overzealous. Wanted Kenny another pick. Call me Jason That's Bourne. What I learned. He, he wanted he wanted that other pick. He jumped that route. The second Bourne stops, he goes in front of it, tries to get that pick. Oh, what do you know? There's no pick. All of a sudden, he sees Kendrick Bourne's ass going down the field wide Bourne open. supremacy. Bourne supremacy. That's what, I, that's what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Drinking turf pedals as Bourne is just legging oh, it down wow. the sideline. Just uh, throwing it into the end zone. That was not one, all. One catch, 75 yards, tub. I am back to life there. I'm so sad right now. I'm just, I'm. I, know, I, I wish I just had a happy ending. I, like, I, I hate this because I just got happy and then I thought of, of, of what happened. I just wanted to point out though that Dig sucks. He got <sighs> smoked. He got burned. I, I roast marshmallows to a lesser degree than he got roasted. You know, speaking of people that didn't perform as well as they should have, what about Matt Judon for you guys? Do you feel like Matt he's Judon overperformed, was amazing? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Keep talk, talk, talk amongst yourselves, real quick, guys, because I need to. Yeah. I have, I have Judon's actual stats. But I think so. He, do yeah, I? Like, I, I mean, I saw him. Obviously, he was on the camera. Those red. Sleeves, How could you know? He's the scariest. They're leader. just they're there. But did he get to the quarterback? Did he get a sack, or was it a different player? I know Dak got sacked, but 
You know, I wasn't paying attention to which one of your defensive players. Are you trying it to was. be facetious? See, I, I, well, that's too big of a word for me, first of all. Because, no. You're Matt not abusing, Judon, Josie. You're not Matt, abusing. Matt right Judon now. did not get a sack. No, he had four okay, tackles, so two did, assists. Did he have a streak that was broken? No, no, it's not so or, much a streak. No, Josie, in, in, in New England, we don't really care about streaks. Uh, we put, we put, you know, team success, which, which ultimately we didn't have last night, but you know, we do, we don't care about things like streaks and little things like that. We're not like the Cowboys franchise where we have to worry about streaks. Every ultimately, because ultimately, <laughs> ultimately we know that we're going to piss down our legs like the Cowboys are going to, but no, he did not get a sack. But no, no, he, he did was, not. not he, even close. he was still all over the field, though. He um, did look all over the field. He was still good. But, yeah, he just – the Cowboys' offensive line, I think, just as, as the game went on, it would, they just – they they kind, of, they kind of did what the Cowboys' defensive line did to our O-line. They just kind of manhandled us towards the end. And, and yes, by the way, I, I think we are a podcast. This is us and we when talking about our team. So you can yeah. piss off if you don't like that. Um, but, yeah. yeah we no, are Judon, the Patriots. We are the Patriots because – I just wanted them to win. Um, <laughs> I think if you guys would have thrown more, you might have won. Honestly, there were way too many run plays. So that was very they, predictable. <laughs> they had success with the run In early, the but then, but, but then I heard. Um, and I mean, we're just just letting everybody know we're going to be all over the place. I'm not even going to try to stick on yeah, the no, chronological order no of the game. To be fair, Did you guys hear how? Um, I guess uh, the personnel, the pass were running out of early in the game. Um, how they asked Belichick why they stopped doing that because they were having success running the ball, um, even behind this offensive line, which I thought was impressive. But Belichick was like, well, you know, we, we only had a certain amount of plays script or, or in, in the playbook for that personnel. I see people being like, oh, that's bad coaching. That's this and that. It's really not because no matter what your personnel is, you always have a certain amount of plays or certain iterations of those plays you know what I mean? They probably weren't expecting to run jumbo sets against this Cowboys front that's been stopping the run. You know what I mean? So it, it's just another thing. I just want to get it out there. Belichick definitely deserves criticism this season. Everybody does. The whole team does. But yep. to to criticize him on that, I mean, you can't you can't expect him to have an unlimited amount of plays. And who knew if Josh McDaniels would even call the plays? But yeah, I just I just wanted to get out in front of that. Uh, the Patriots did have some success. Damian Harris had over 100 yards. Uh, which was nice, but and our boy Ramondre, Ramondre, first touchdown. It was either going to be him or Meyer. I'm I'm convinced Myers, by the way, is never going to get a touchdown. Dude, he's cursed. When he but, got that uh, touchdown, I was like, finally, especially because I bet on it. I and then, of course, I, turned, I was like, it's touchdown. his first touchdown. They called oh it back. God. I was like, and then there was a flag. Then there yeah. was a flag. Yeah, a lot, a lot of flags this game. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of ticky tack. I mean, even on on both teams, there were some uh, holding calls on on uh, what's his name, Tyrone Smith from you guys. There were some Which holding some Fuck phantom ones on David Andrew. There were just back and forth. There Not was so the missed there. There were there was the missed face mask on Nelly for like one of the last plays of the game. Which again, it is what it is. I'm not going to blame it on a certain call because again shouldn't should Liam's not happy about this but, but you know it doesn't it, it this is one of those games where I can confidently say it doesn't come down to one um one call one play it was just a series of plays and calls that led to the outcome this isn't one of those did did the Patriots lose the game did the Cowboys win the game no the Cowboys won but not because the Patriots lost the game the Patriots just happened to be on the losing side of the game you know, I think both teams made enough mistakes to um, to to lose the game. 
both teams made plays to win it. And I think everybody on the Patriots said the Cowboys just made more plays, which sucks. It sucks so bad. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm feeling great. <laughs> um, jo- I do want to remind you, Josie, I can, I can kick you, kick you out. Um, yes, so I, I would recommend to but, knock it on. But, my but hold on. You know why I feel great about it? It is because the fact that the Cowboys have five wins, and that's as many wins as the rest of the NFC East has combined. That's so like that's, we're three games ahead. The next best is two wins in the league. Like, that is freaking pathetic. Freaking. Hear, hear what I said? Pathetic. That is freaking you know, pathetic, guys. NFC League. The Eagles were still year, Everyone I'm sucks. Not about it. Cowboys. Don't suck this year, so there's one. No, they'll still fall apart. There's plenty of time. Plus, the Eagles still have much time to win that division. I'm not even worried about it. I don't know. I think uh, I think the Cowboys make it to the NFC Championship. To be honest, I think they're. I think Tony Romo said it. Um, Tony, listen, you just hate the Cowboys because you kind of like the Eagles. This isn't isn't even my bias. I think it is. They're not a good team. They're not. They're they're an amazing team. Do you want to know why I keep saying they're an amazing team? Because it makes me feel better about the loss. You know what, though? How they're also amazing. Another fun stat for you guys. How Josie? I don't think these stats are very. Sorry, sorry. This is the first time the Cowboys have won in Foxborough since 1987. I'm elated. I'm elated at that stat. None of us were alive. So much. What a goddamn fun fact that is, Josie. I don't think so fun. So much. I think yeah. we just found the 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 funnest fact that has ever been uttered on Tuck Rule Takes. Round of applause. Joseph, good job. Good job. Huh. Hashtag uh, heavy sarcasm. Uh, huh. We them boys. God. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me try to let me let me try to get us get us back on track somewhat with the game. So um God. Okay, let's just get into it. So Game starts. Cowboys, the, the the Pats win the toss. They get it. Do nothing. Obviously, <laughs> kick it out. All that. But um, you know, I was I was impressed that the Pats picked off Dak. I like that. I was I was happy about that. You know, not surprised. Um, not very good. A red zone pick. You know, that's something that Dak doesn't do that often. Because um, I think Josie, you had a stat. I think you you felt the need. I to... have another fun stat, and you guys actually will like this one. I guarantee. Okay. What? So your guys' team got two plus turnovers, yes, in the yes. red zone. That's the first time that's happened to the Cowboys since 2008 in a game. So good it's job. actually not that far, but like, all right, all right. I mean that you know, I, I mean I wouldn't say that's fun, but like that's a, that's a cool stat. I would put it's, that in the cool stat. It's a stat better category. stat for you guys than um, other ones. better. Better is yeah. the word. Yeah. We're getting uh, there. You want to you want to know what a uh, you want to know what a cool stat is though for this uh, for the um, the Patriots offense Patriots offense did not have did not face a third down until about five and a half minutes left in the in the second. Jesus. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty efficient. good. So that's why. And I think um, I think actually you know what we'll, we're going to stick with stick with tradition. Matt Jones, best game of the season, easily best game of the season. Yeah, I would say um, so. He got he got. Molly whopped. He got shit whipped. He got skull freaked. Um, it was he. He got his ass kicked. Skull freaked. But he so well. You know, I don't want to say the actual because it's very aggressive. The actual term. Um, skull effed. You can skull you, you can put two and two effed. together. Um, but yeah, he Mac had a great great game. I thought. Um, you know, he did. He did have the pick, which again you can debate whether or not the ball could have been thrown better. I think almost 
90% of balls in the NFL can be thrown better. At the end of the day, that hit him right in the hands. Bourne should have had it. It was very similar to the pass that was thrown to Aguilar in overtime that Aguilar should have had. Oh, um, God, maybe a little bit, like a couple inches, uh, you know, further out there. But Kendrick Bourne gets paid to catch the ball. So, you know, you got to catch that. But otherwise, Mac Jones, 15 to 21, low, uh, low attempts, low completions, 229, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, I mean, good game. Again, I, I think I think this is going to lead into into my into my bigger statement with Mac Jones, where I was never big on the, the argument that the Belichick and McDaniels are necessarily holding him back you know, keeping the training wheels on him or anything. I think it was just kind of one of those things where they want to make sure that he developed, you know, it's kind of like, you don't want to put too much on his plate before he's ready. I think he is a hundred percent ready now. I think in order to, in order to make any noise in this season, in order to have a chance to be in the fight for a playoff spot, you need to not let Mac cook. That's not what I'm saying, but you need to just let him do whatever he wants, you know, give everything to him. I don't know if maybe you were all in 80%. You need to be all in 100% on him. Because um, I think that he showed four or four on passes, 20 yards or more. Um, I think he had three big-time throws, uh, pro football focus grades, those. So great game Gosh. by Mac. Great game by Mac. Yeah, I know, pro football focus. You got to kind of take yeah. the good with the bad. But, you know, it, it is still kind of – it's a decent benchmark because everybody's, everybody's judged by the same thing. So, um, yeah, Matt Jones, best game of his career so far. I know it's only six games in, but – I'm pumped. I love Mac Jones. I die for him. I kill for him. I'm not as psyched. I definitely wouldn't die. Wouldn't kill. What is for him it going to take? What is it going to take? It's going to take more than this. It's going to take a, more mean? than a loss to the crappy fucking Cowboys. It wasn't his fault. That's I'm sorry. I'm taking take. my. I'm taking it out on you. I'm sorry. Okay. Just kidding. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, even after his performance, I said he's going to be good. If he continues oh, did you? how he's playing, yes, I did. I said this to Matty B. I'm like, Max Jones is going to be scary in, you know, a couple of years. He's going to be one of those scary best. top five quarterbacks. I, I truly believe it. I have faith that he will develop as such that I will eventually be willing to take out a small village with a pencil for this man. But right now is not that time. I am still very much in the Cam Newton would be undefeated right now category. Oh, no. <laughs> What do you mean? You are what do you mean? What do you mean? No, I mean, proceed. I'm sorry. Cam Newton would be undefeated right now. That's not a question in my mind. He would be ahead of all these teams. All these close games would be wins. And I can see him just getting matter and matter. But I think this is a huge benchmark for Mac. Obviously, going forward, you open up the playbook much more and let him throw the ball deeper, uncork some mm-hmm. new plays that he originally couldn't do before. I agree with you there. I don't think you open up a hundred percent though. He proved he can throw the deep ball. I like that, but I still don't think he can throw the sideline to sideline and the intermediate areas. I need to see a little more, even with the decision-making, it's pretty good. Still not perfect. Still a rookie. I get it, but I have a lot of promise. I'm just not sold on the product. It is in my Amazon shopping cart. I'm mulling it (laughs) over but I didn't pull trig right away. This is one of those purchases that I walked away. I did something else. And then I see it on my YouTube advertisements when I'm watching my murder videos later, and it comes up again. Do you want to buy this product? I'm like, yes, I forgot. I do want to buy that product, but it'll take some time in between there. So I am, will eventually buy Mac Jones right now. No, but he looked great. He did look great. 
Um, I don't. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm going to address the address the Cam Newton statement. Because um, you know I it's true. No, I get it. I, get I don't. It. I don't want to dive back into that headspace. You no, know, mental it's health really, is really big. Really I think. I think. I think we're all admitting. You know, mental mental health is important nowadays. You know, and I don't no want to strain yours by thinking about no a better quarterback than the one you already have. To, totally no fine. one's ashamed to talk about it. But Liam, the more you open your damn mouth, better than that too. Newton. If it makes you feel better. Okay. Okay. You know what? The, not even worth. Oh, by the way, quick news on Cam Newton. He did say he was going to get vaccinated. So who knows where he goes next? Maybe, maybe the Jaguars give up on Trevor Lawrence for him. I don't know. Um, I just don't like Trevor Lawrence, but they anyways, him. though, I'm not, I'm not going to dive into that. the, I'm not going to dive into the Cam Newton thing because I think that, that there's, there's too many, I'm cool with playing the what if game. There's too many moving parts in my eyes for that because defenses will play you different offenses. Who knows? But you said you're not sold on Mac. I, I can understand that to an extent because he does at times still look like a rookie, but yeah, which is totally fine. I don't want yeah, to sound overly critical I mean, here, but I yeah. just, I need to see like franchise court. Like obviously Aaron Rodgers sat for the first year, so he's in a completely different situation. But when Aaron Rodgers became the full-time starter yeah. from every game, you were like, Holy shit. You're like, there is something here with Patty Mahomes yeah. in his first year. You're like, Yo, there freaks. is something here. Yeah, I get it. And these ended up becoming all time great quarterbacks, not saying mm-hmm. Mac Jones is, but that seems to be a lot of the expectation. So I'm yeah. waiting for those performances where I get blown away. And Aaron Rodgers' third game, he threw three touchdowns in the mm-hmm. first quarter of that game, ended up with six. That's yeah crazy and i just haven't seen anything like that that blows me away yet obviously it's few and far between there aren't many players that do that i shouldn't be expected to be blown away no you shouldn't i have a high standard of living and i will not dip below that standard so if you don't (laughs) blow me away on sundays thursdays and mondays i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know sell out for you on wednesdays fridays saturdays and whatever other day i didn't mention tuesdays so so are you looking for a like a like a specific number of of like touchdowns or just a specific throw or throw or two that you're waiting for him to make because he's he's made the intermediate stuff that you brought up but i get what you're talking about the sideline to sideline i mean from from i mean throwing to like the he can do it he can do it i just need to see consistency yeah okay i get the the benchmark that i have I need a virtuoso performance, something that just crams Mac Jones down my throat and makes it sit in my stomach like a couple donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. I need something that just sits with me for a while, a performance that I watch on a Sunday and then sit back and go, God damn, for like two or three hours after the game's over, just sit there looking at a blank screen going, what the hell did I just watch? That's what I need to see. Virtuoso. Just, <laughs> just tasting that Mac Jones that's been crammed down your throat. You just want to taste that after the game. Yeah. Like oh, hundred percent. Yeah. For a it. while, for a long while afterwards, and it doesn't have to be a specific number. I would like to see four touchdowns. Sounds like a very appetite, a number that I could eat up. And that's what? big. That's, that's big. I know. A, yeah. I know. I know it's big, but, and that's not saying he could have a virtuoso performance and have two yeah. touchdowns, have three touchdowns. He could have mm-hmm. two in a rushing touchdown. I just need a takeover game. Like I told you with Aaron Rodgers, a takeover yeah. game. One that I get that. Like, do you shit. do you think that because I think that he's more than capable of it now? I, I think when he started that he wasn't. The the issue that I think 
that, that I think you're coming into with that is unlike the, the Rogers or the Mahomes who can really move the pocket and have all that crazy athleticism or anything like that. I think what, what Mac Jones is kind of going up against is, and I know we bring it up all the time and it sounds like a broken record, but the offensive line does not allow him to consistently drop back in and throw the ball 20, 30, 40 yards. When it does, you see what he looks like. And again, I'm not using the offensive line as an excuse is more of a reason. It's, it's, it's a, it's another variable that comes into play. Um, but, you know, I think, I think that Mac will get there. I understand that that's what you want to see. So that's what it's going to take for you to be sold on him. I get that. Um, but Mac has already been crammed down my throat and I love the way he tastes. So good. I'm glad you should enjoy that taste. I'll have it eventually. I hope. I'll enjoy it for the both of for the for the both of us. Um, <laughs> now, but yeah, you know, Mac, Mac, uh, good, good game overall. Like I said, I think this was his highest, uh, his highest uh, rating, uh, highest a bunch of things. Um, so, and he's also blowing away every other rookie QB in yeah. every stat. So that that's not even a decision anymore. I think as it stands right now, Patriots did take the best. Mm, the most NFL ready quarterback right now. Are we hearing early like rookie of the year chirps though? I, I don't hear anyone say rookie I haven't of the heard year, anything. Matt and Jones. I think the reason why is because one, he's on the Patriots, and I don't care what anybody says, that comes into play because a lot of people do not like the Patriots. I don't care what anybody says. But also the the team just isn't winning. So I think it's one of those things. It's not like in baseball where there was a time where CC Sabathia won the uh, MVP. He was on the Indians and the team sucked. Um, but he, you know, it's not like, it's not like one of those other sports where you can be an MVP and still have your team not succeed. I feel like the, um, I feel like the rookie of the year is going to have to be on a team that at least makes the playoffs or is in the playoff hunt. Um, I think if he starts putting up these, these games, like, or similar games that you're talking about, you know, 300 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, 300 yards, three touchdowns, virtuoso Shannon sharp um, uh, performances like that. I think, I, I think he'll be in that conversation. I think he should be whispered in the conversation right now. Um, I don't think that he should get any meaningful part of the conversation right now, unfortunately, because he is clearly, clearly the most NFL ready rookie quarterback and second year quarterback too. Cause he's doing better than Jalen hurts and everybody else out there. So, um, All right, let's not get crazy. I had to take a shot at the Eagles. I'm sorry. I do no, not like right. the Eagles. Um, no, oh yeah. See, we outnumber you two to one. Um, That's not how that works. Um, but uh, yeah. So, so, you know, Mac Jones did his thing. Damian Harris, 18 carries, 101, average like five, what? 5.6 yards. That's great. Yeah. Take that all day. The <laughs> offensive line for, as good as they were last week, they did take a minor step back, but it's nothing. I, I, I do think they're on the right trajectory. Um, cause when is back um, on when is back to Andrews is still doing his thing. So hopefully they kind of step up, um, kind of play some more bully ball, let the team run it a little bit. And I think we're going to kind of have a little bandaid over everything next week because the jets are horrible. And I think that the team's going to look better than they are, which we'll see how that works. But um, okay. I want to talk about the, uh, the DAC, the, uh, the DAC touchdown or the, the, the DAC non non touchdown. Um, I was thinking though, as I was watching it, you know, what DAC probably needed to get over the uh, to, to get over the line a little bit. Um, because I don't know about you guys. I was pretty shocked. I was pretty shocked. I think he, he just needed to be a better QB that he didn't get. Oh. Over. Well, that too. Yeah, that sure. Too, 445 um, yards, three touchdowns. Well, well, not listen, virtuoso I, enough. Okay, guys. Got, I, that was a perfect segue into our ad read and you all screwed it up. <laughs> I know. So, um, I was shocked. 
as I think you all should get shocked as well, because what is shocked, you may ask? Liam's surprised. Josie doesn't know what it is. They don't have shocked out in Idaho. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers and podcasters. Uh, all their favorite flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine. Make sure no matter what you're doing, you get the, you get the good vibes, you get the energy, all that. There's no crash, no jitters, no nothing. Um, trust me when I tell you, I am without a doubt top 10 energy drink addict in the country number one energy drink addict in couch guy sports um liam is getting so hyped up that he is falling closer and closer to the computer right now so i don't i don't know he he might be he might be falling asleep we might have to get him some shock um guys go to shockedenergy.com use promo code cgsn today to get 10 percent off your order again that c is in couch g is in guy s is in sports n is in network to get 10 percent off your order and they do ship worldwide, including Idaho. Please, Mike, how, tell me how more. Is that? Yeah. How is that? Well, well, unfortunately, Liam, that is the end of the ad read. So, <laughs> you know, he looked that eye, that eye up close. You have beautiful blue eyes there, Liam. Just Thank so, you. My school so you nurse know. said that yeah. I have the most beautiful eyes she had ever seen. Your oh, school nurse? You Did you get We're hurt? shocked. Get hurt? Yeah. Hurt? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I just, I didn't have many friends, so the school nurse was my friend. <laughs> Man, that's so, that's so sad. Is that why you like the Eagles? Is no. that why the Eagles were your only no, friends? No correlation, actually. Uh, okay, whatever. Okay, so I want to talk about the Dak thing, because I feel like this is a, a point of contention for Cowboys fans. Um, Dak Prescott tried to sneak his little sneaky sneak way across the line, Um Clearly didn't get it. And I say clearly because there was no evidence that he did get it. Now, Josie, I see you making all your, all your, your commotion. Flim yeah. Flim flam, fling flong, bing bong shenanigans over there. Common sense would tell you that Dak Prescott most likely got over the line, <laughs> but common sense. Sometimes Liam, what happens when you assume you make an ass out of you and me? Yep. Never be presumptuous. I'm not going to assume that Dak Prescott made it over the line because guess what? I'm not on the field. I can't tell. I'm not the refs. You know who are the refs? The refs are the refs. So they astute observation. I I fucked it up there. I had a really good word thing and I I threw refs out there, but they saw it. They said it was not a touchdown. Um, Correct. Thoughts, thoughts for your thoughts. What's, what's going on? How are you feeling about that? Huh? 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 I remember you texting me and saying, by the way, it, Looked like a touchdown. There just was not enough evidence. Um, I was drinking. I was Patriots drinking. Fans, yeah. that it was, was a moment of weakness. Four different Patriots fans text me, or at least sit next to me and tell me, "Oh yeah, that was in." Um, Didn't but want you I to totally feel get, you know, right. I understand Matty B has split personality disorder, angle. but he doesn't count as four different Patriots fans. Uh, I hope you realize. Uh, so Mike, Jess Donahue, Matty B. I don't remember who the fourth. Maybe it was Al. Okay. I don't well, know. two of those three are unreliable three. sources. So I'm not going to say right. which one's which. Two of those three don't like me. So <laughs> there you go. But anyway, <laughs> three of those three, I, if you I understand, me. you know, sometimes there's calls <laughs> happen where the view is not good enough to tell you, oh, his body's over. Yet yep. obviously, my Twitter was flooded with the view that showed him going over. But then you see well, the view after the where play, he's after like, the play was blown dead. Sorry, but then you see, you know, you see him not over. So, you know, I, I was pissed when it first happened. Cause I'm like, okay, that 
I think that was right before half, like pretty close to around half, right? It was close, yeah. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, so, you know, going into half down kind of sucked. But oh, in the wait. end, you know, obviously the fourth down try was ridiculous. That definitely was not in. That was wild. Terrible. The third one I was upset about, but, you know, obviously if we yeah. would have lost the game, I probably would have been more upset right now. But yeah, of course. Back, so I understand they're just trying to do their job, but there was definitely a lot of Cowboys fans that were pissed about it. I think what it was is it's like when you, you know, when someone fumbles the ball and um, the refs are coming over there trying to break it up, and you have, you know, under the uh, under the pile, you got people fighting for it, poking eyes, pulling noses, all that fun stuff. Um, I think what was probably with the refs, they went on what they first saw, which you see Dak's body kind of get twisted and then just a pile goes on. So they're uncovering it. And sure, you have that, you have that sky view where he's over the line. But again, it's one of those things like when a fumble happens, you know, does the guy have recovery? And then he starts to fight for it. Was Dak stopped before the line? And then he started to move up. Who knows? Personally, honestly, if we're in the trust tree here, which I think we are, I think he crossed the line. But again, there's no evidence for it. So they couldn't overturn it, which led to one of my favorite plays of the game. Jawan Bentley just, bah, Superman, one man punches that ball right out, right out before it crosses the line. It was then, ladies and gentlemen, that I thought the Patriots were going to win the game. Um, Of course, that did not happen. But I was running around the house like a lunatic at that point, like a loony man. Looney. I picked up my cat. I ran around the house. <laughs> you can't. I don't, know if you can see it. I don't know if you can see it. There's a scratch. Uh, it's it's too small to show. It's not. It's not worth it. But yeah, ran around the house like, oh my god, it's a fault. Great, awesome. You stopped them. Great. I thought. I thought there was nothing but good tidings to come. I was wrong. I was wrong. wrong. Yeah. So I don't I know. I feel that- like you were in a roller coaster too. Like. Oh, it you, was the, you it texted was the that worst. you were like, it's over. And then you guys came back. And then- yeah, I get, I get very, um, see, see, and that's the thing. See, when I tell people, cause whenever I'm always like, you know, I'm not necessarily defending the Patriots, but I'm an optimistic Patriots fan. So after the game, you freak out, you have a day, a, a night to sleep it off. And then you kind of, you know, start to look, look forward onward and upward. And I get told, Oh, what? You don't want to criticize a team, this and that buddy. If you're around me, when I'm watching this game, you guys got a little taste of what happens when I was texting you. Yeah, we're done. Game's over. Done. Blah, blah, blah. Because I, it's these games, even though they're the best games to watch, they're not fun. I don't care if your team wins or loses. These aren't fun games to watch. (laughs) Like I, I don't like, trust me. I love, I love a back and forth, like stressful game. I love it. But at the same time, I hate it. Like I said, these aren't fun games. I did not have fun watching that game at no. all. No amount of years of, off my life. Years, <clears throat> years. That's why when people say, oh, you're a Patriots fan, life is easy. No, it's not. You know how many high, strong, high pressure games we have? Nine Super Bowls. Did you Bowl see games. the Edelman catch in the Falcons Super Bowl? Shut do up. You no. Know? Do you understand what happened? When that happened, my, my father-in-law and I were like two feet from the TV staring at the tv being like he caught it and everybody he caught it oh my god he caught it that was a rough game so don't don't come at me with it's easy being a patriots fan it's difficult yeah. easy being a what cowboys is- fan fan of losers except for just, last assume, just assuming you're gonna lose i'm gonna say it's great it's great this season not other seasons it's great this honestly season. you guys you guys are actually I can't really wait till you get season. let down 
yeah, I kind of hope that happens too. But it's it's a I guarantee they do it every year. It'll probably be on Thanksgiving because that's usually when it happens. Cowboys yep. <laughs> will do cowboyish things. You guys are screwed on Thanksgiving. But um, oh yeah, against the Raiders, yay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You guys, you guys are screwed on Thanksgiving. Um, I lost my train of thought. Um, I'll pick it up in a second. Do you guys have any other area you want to jump on before I get back onto my train of thought? That when I find it, when it goes through. Well, my head? you know what. I will say one thing. You were talking about how well Damian Harris did. Your defense was really good at stopping Zeke's run. Ah, he fuck, only that's what got I was say. 69 yes. yards, which is nice. nice. But 69 nice. yards. Very nice. So go ahead and go yeah. on that rant. Uh, yeah. So I would love to comment on that. And I don't even think that's a whole point to how good the Patriots defense is, although they are stout is the word I would use, stout at stopping the run. Getting better, I much do- better. I just mostly think that's a reflection of Zeke not being that good. I think he's uh, runs like a barrel going downhill. Just, uh, not just, quite. Yeah. I don't think he's good. I I think he's uh, past his shelf life for a running back. In fact, I would almost use washed. I just don't think he's got it. I don't think he's got it anymore. I think he paid a lot of money to broken wheels, and that's fine. More power to you. You're still going to use him. You're still going to get your money's worth. Patriots defense was great, particularly Juwan Bentley, who racked up 12 tackles. I mean, this dude was everywhere. Absurd. And the punch out. Yeah, no one is getting by Bentley. And that's a phrase that I haven't said in the past, and I don't know how many times I'll say that again. But in this game, I think think you'll say it a lot, man. I think you say a lot. Our young linebackers are incredible. Ronnie Perkins still hasn't come on the field yet. I know. And, uh, Jennings from Alabama. I, he played a lot last year. He hasn't done much this year, but I do love him. The Alabama guys are going to have a connection because you got Perkins from Alabama. You got him from Alabama as well. Um, and then, I mean, obviously you have, you know, offensive players too from there, but, um, but yeah, the, 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 the rush defense, I think they're going into the, going into the game. They were either 15th or 11th. I forget which, which stat they, where they were, which again, stats are kind of here and there because the Patriots also had a top five passing defense and they got torched. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, again, you're also going up against someone who's in the MVP conversation and a team that's, Ooh. that's by all intents and purposes, people are saying can be a Super Bowl contender. Liam, you got to take the bias off for a second. And what it. MVP race are you guys looking at? You want no, it's on there. The odds, the odds of like, him, the odds, the odds of him being a um being an MVP conversation are like actually there. What? The I don't think he's actually there. The same he's odds had of three plus touchdowns in five of six games. What is it? He's had three touchdowns or more in five of six of his games. Okay. We don't count the Chargers one where he didn't get a touchdown. <laughs> That's pretty big. That's oh, pretty yeah, big. by all means, don't count that. Egg. Yeah, definitely. I'd ha- hate for my MVP candidate to do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Would you like your MVP candidate to get you 445 yards? I could I could do a little more than that. Okay. So he's nowhere in the top five. No, I think uh, he is. I forget what odds is. I was looking so at. It was like the odds. Lamar Jackson. Uh, Kyler Murray. He's been playing better than Lamar Jackson. No, he Ma- not Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray definitely is. Yeah. It yeah, should be Kyler Lamar. Murray. Honestly, it should be Kyler Murray or Tom Brady if we're going to be just in the trust. Tom Brady. Tree. I thought he was third. That's what it should be. Um, I think I think Kyler Murray's going to win it though. I don't think the Cardinals are as good as they mm. as they are because I because I think they're just living off the skill of Kyler Murray, which when He's it gets hurt, to though. the playoffs, yeah. See that that's what I'm saying. He's also five feet tall. So yeah. like I'm sorry, but tall. you get you get hit as you start to play playoff teams and that's what's going to happen. So I don't, I don't know either way. We're not, 
whatever, whether, whether Dak's going to be an MVP candidate or not, it is what it is. But, but the Cowboys ah. though, the Cowboys are statistically numbers playing wise. They are one of the better teams in the NFL and the Patriots did take them to overtime playing not a really well-rounded game. So I think that says something about uh, the Patriots more than it does about the Cowboys because the Cowboys, oh, yeah. Cowboys gave them, you know, left, right, left hook, right hook, jab, punch, uppercut, everything. Patriots kept coming back. Um, but yeah, the rush defense though, I was very surprised about that. That's actually, I wrote on couchguysports.com that one of the things the Pats had to do to win the game was stop the run. Um, they, they fulfilled half of that, um, which I thought they did well. They did stop the run for the most part. I think Pollard had like 30 yards or something too. I was going to ask, did he do much? He did. Yeah. He had um, Pollard. Thank you for asking had 41 yards. So as, as a whole, they had over a hundred yards, but again, it's one of those things where, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll take that giving up 69 yards to Zeke or 41 to Pollard. You know, you're not going to get a team that has two good running backs like that. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but yeah, rush defense was good. Pass defense uh, left a little to be desired. Uh, Jalen Mills came back. Jalen Mills has been arguably one of the, Best, most, he's getting better week after week after week. Most consistent, good corner, good secondary piece on the team. Got torched. I was about to say, even though he got fried. But see, that's the thing. I think that's how, as Patriots fans, we have to take a step back and look at this. The the things that are happening this year, guys, I got to say it. I I don't think this is our year, friends. Um, Jalen Mills. Awesome the whole season gets torched when it matters. JC Jackson last game gets torched. like just all these weird things. The Patriots being 0 and 4 at home. I mean, at home, it's these weird We're starting things. 28. Years. That is odd. That's just it. There's these these things that are happening, which I know that people who want Belichick out for some reason are gonna say that like weird. he should be up. Yeah, see, I have a whole a whole thing on that, but it's just I don't I don't get that because you can't you're judging this. The Patriots, if you're looking at this, not as the dynasty Patriots, just as a team, they are in a pseudo rebuilding year with a rookie quarterback, a bunch of new offensive pieces, new defensive pieces, a shoddy offensive line as well. So it's not, again, I'm not making excuses, but you can't expect this team to go out there in, they're going to lose a lot of close games like this, which going into the season, I predicted 12 and five. I was clearly off a little bit because I think- I think I just kind of assumed the offensive line was going to be a little bit better, which I think that if they started the season, the offensive line being better, I think maybe things are pendulum is kind of swinging the other direction. We lost a lot of close ones. Miami, that first game. I know people have said it all the time that Miami loss is going to look worse and worse because right now you'd be three and three at worst. You know, you don't know how the rest of the games are going to go with momentum and all that, but that game looks horrible right now. Um, you had a chance to win it. You lost by one point. That's a horrible one. Uh, the Bucks game, you wish you could have that one back. Uh, the Saints game, I'll give that loss to you. But, you know, again, it's, it's just one of those things where you're having all these weird things happening. Calls that normally go their way aren't going their way. Uh, calls that normally don't go against them are going against them. Matthew Slater gets called for an unsportsmanlike conduct. What's up with the bullying of Matthew Slater? I will unsportsmanly shove my fist down these refs throat. If they keep doing that in, in a polite way, just to make sure that the whistle isn't down their throat because 
I was just trying to think of a way to make that more palatable for the for the for the people. I got but, I got the message. But, no, was but yeah, yeah, Matthew Slater, you know. Oh, and then that fumble. Like I, I don't know if you saw. There was the replay where um, the Patriots were punting to the Cowboys. Cowboys fumbled it, but ah. like on the punt. But if you watch that play, Matthew Slater stumbles getting back there, and he is this close to recovering the ball. If he doesn't stumble gunning back there i think he gets that fumble so it's just dumb things like that where you have you have just uh, just uncharacteristic things i know people are saying it can't be uncharacteristic if it continues to happen listen dodo yes it can because (laughs) it's it's not it's not the same thing like it's not i'm not gonna take one year of 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 miscues in bad things and say that now that's what these players or this team is like um I'm just upset, guys. I'm just upset. I'm just upset that we lost. That's really what it comes down to. I'm upset. It was a it was it was a winnable game. Um, but but yeah, Josie, I I, I kind of have other places I want to go. Josie, do you have anything anything you want to dive in? I feel like I've, I've I've kept the mic from you a little bit, rightly so, because you are an I, enemy. I mean, do but... you really want the Cowboys fan to talk like that? I get it. Yeah, I totally say nice things. It. Say nice things about my team. Although say nice things about your team. <laughs> That's what I want. The, the okay, one, next week. <laughs> the one bright spot I can say about the Cowboys, though, I was talking to Mike about this earlier. He made the fatal mistake that I did not. I started CD Lamb in fantasy. I did that. Yeah, no, see, I <laughs> this can't. Golfer class. I can't, I can't. I can't in good faith start someone going against my team. I don't know why. Um, oh, I started I the that. Pats. I started the Pats defense. I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game. To be honest, it wasn't. They got negative four points. But I'm not going to sit here and talk about fantasy because ugh, I live in reality, and right now reality sucks. Um, <laughs> where fantasy where, feels great right now, though. Yeah, honestly. yeah. I'm up by twelve. I need Julio Jones to not score twelve points, so I think I might be good because the Bills have a really good defense. By the way, Patriots fans. Do not let your hatred for the Bills, which I don't even think there's hatred. I think it's just a healthy rivalry. You need every, you need any and every AFC team to lose as much as possible. So it does you no help by hoping the Bills lose. You want the Bills to win every game they play against an AFC person. Because for you to make the playoffs, you need everybody around you to start losing. You're not going to win the division. So if the Titans lose, great. That's a team that's in front of you right now. Maybe you can catch up to them. You want the Browns to lose. The Browns are a fake team anyways. I don't think the Browns are good. Baker Mayfield, I like him, but you're hurt. Uh, OBJ, I don't even think he knows OBJ is on the team. Um, Yeah, He was only good on the Giants, to be quite honest. (laughs) I didn't even think he was good then. No, he – OBJ, real quick, quick, uh, quick 60 second Sully. Uh, that's a that's a really big throwback, but it's quick 60 second Sully about me complaining right now about OBJ. He is a wildly overrated wide receiver. He had that one catch, admittedly, great, great catch, one-handed behind the back. Oh, look at me, like awesome catch. He he lived off that catch. All he does for the most part is run fast, catch slant routes, or run deep, which again. Those are still valuable things, but he's not this top receiver ever potential hall of fame. Shut up. First of all, he's on the giants, the giants. And now the Browns. (laughs) And now the Browns, two horrid franchises that will never get out of the basement of their divisions or the basement of life because they're just piss poor organizations. So I don't like OBJ, although when he was going to come to the Pats, I was all for it. Um, but yeah, I think he he's he's wildly overrated. Like, what do we? I mean, come on, boat trip. Remember that? 
the boat trip game. Yeah, that was hilarious. I loved that. Loved it. When he got pissed, um, when he dropped the third down and kicked the ball into the stands. That's right. Yeah. Love yeah. Bitch. You, you dunce. Go put the little dunce cap on and sit in the corner because you shouldn't be on the field. Um, but yeah, anyways, though, you need you need AFC teams to lose. So um, I hope in hindsight, listening to this, the Bills end up winning and the Titans lose. Uh, I'm going to look really silly if they don't, but hopefully that's what happens. I think they will. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think they will. We'll both uh, the Bills, Bills are a wagon. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, and I don't care if it's if it's they're catching lightning in a bottle, if they're overrated. Right now, they are really good. Um, okay, we've kind of we've kind of you know went past it long enough. I want to bring up something with Bill Belichick because everybody's talking about the fourth downs um, with uh, with Billy B and him not going for it. So Patriots don't had, go for it. <laughs> Patriots had five fourth downs. Let me just set the table give you a quick little bullet point of what I think. And then I'll let you guys talk Josie, maybe not you because the it, hey, they, I have, they benefited I have opinions, you. not about your team in fourth downs, but my team in fourth down. Okay. All right. Well, you know, you guys came out with a W so shut up. Um, the <laughs> Patriots, they had five, fourth downs. They had a fourth and one from their own 35. Um, that punt was blocked. Again, see, that's another weird thing. Punt blocks. Yeah. The Patriots for 20 years have had the best punt, the best special teams unit in the league. So, like, that's why I can't get too upset because you're having all these weird anomalies. It's just like the NFL gods are just punishing us this year. Because guess what? Bill Belichick found a franchise quarterback years before it takes other franchises to find them. You still got franchises who haven't even <laughs> found one guy. Decades decades and they haven't found a guy took billy b a year one year with cam newton to try to patchwork that together didn't work he drafted mac jones he found the guy of the future that's why he will never be on the hot seat or at least not right now anyways fourth and one from their own 35 kick got blocked sucks whatever next one was fourth and nine on their own 26 you're not going for that you're gonna punt that obviously right yeah so uh i i saw people saying the fourth and one from your own 35 that they should have went for it you don't do that in the second quarter. It's on very your bold. own 35. <laughs> it's extremely if you, bold. If you don't get it, you're giving the other team three points immediately. Guaranteed. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And against the second or first best offense, depending on what stat you look at, that's just dumb. So I get all these Twitter experts and all these, you know, local media people who say that it should happen. You don't go for it there. Fourth and nine from your own 26. Like I said, you don't go for that. Fourth and two from the 50, you're up four in the third in the third quarter. This punt led to a touchdown. This is the only one where I think people have a legitimate gripe against. You're at the 50-yard line. You're already up. I think this was the set, the 14 to 10 right now. Um, you're up. It's the third quarter. This this punt led to a touchdown. Again, you, you're not punting the ball away, assuming it's going to be a touchdown anyway. So that's yeah. kind of neither here nor there, just what the outcome was. Fourth and two from the 50. I think if you have a gripe, this is the one you go for there. If you don't get it, the Cowboys still have to get two first downs. You know, maybe you hold them something like that. Um, you know, what do you think? I'll kind of, I'll kind of hit you guys up after each one now. Cause these next three are the ones that everybody's talking about. Hindsight's 2020. I'm all yep. for it. <clears throat> go, go bold. I think that they definitely should have went for it. Obviously, it ended up going back the other way and becoming a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Either way, I will take the touchdown risk from the 50. From the 50, yep. It's, you know, 
It's not completely ideal. They're most likely going to score if you don't get it anyway. They scored regardless, so I keep trying to take my own bias out of it. But if you can get that first down, that's such a huge momentum shift. Like, the percentage that you win bumps up, like, you know, three or four points, whatever it is, which is huge mathematically in any game like that. I just think that it's one of those things that shows confidence. It emboldens your offense. And if you can show that you have enough confidence in your young quarterback like that, and help your team overall. Damian Harris, 100 yards. Ramondre Stevenson stepped in with no problem. He only got five carries. He did fine. Mm-hmm. And the wide receivers, people were getting open. So I had the utmost faith that, in theory, they would have got it, and maybe it would have changed the game. It's a game of inches. You never really know. But I live bold. If I was a coach, I'd be going for it a majority of the time because, in theory, you don't have a lot to lose. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it just I think it just depends on you know. There's a bunch of things. Situation score in this case, you're winning. So at least if they if the Cowboys come down and score when you don't get it, at least you're not down by a touchdown. You know, in that case, you're still only down by three points, um, or at the very least, you hold them to a field goal. You're still winning. I think this is one where uh, where you could have went for it. So I think uh, Josie. I'm sorry, I didn't even ask you. What would you do? Fourth fourth and two from the fifty. What do you think? You go for you go it or, for or it. you don't, right? Especially I'm, if you're in the lead. I yeah, mean, that's the you, thing, get, yeah. you know, you get the two yards, then you have a couple more times to get your first down. Yeah. You get into field goal range. You can at yeah. least get three points. You're really close there for that. So yeah. why not go for it if you got nothing to lose at that point? Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is the one where I think a lot of people do have a gripe against Belichick. And I, I see people saying it's him coaching scared. I don't think that's what it is because if you, he's, I don't think it's him. I think he's just, he's, he's assessing the risk. That's why there's a difference because people will then say he's coaching scared, meaning he doesn't have faith in Mac, meaning that he does. So you know, people have these weird connections where I don't think there's connections. You know, it's, it's like, the yeah, I don't think because they didn't go the for it. He doesn't believe in Mac. No, no, no. I think, I think he just said, you know what, how about this? If I don't get it here. And I think this is actually, I'm going to bring this up later on too. If I don't get it here, I'd rather, I'd rather punt it away, give my defense more of a chance to stop them as opposed to a shorter field. In this case though, it is from the 50. Sure. You can punt and pin them back deep. You didn't do that here though. So I, I get the thought process. I would have liked to see him go for it there. Uh, the next one was fourth and four from their own 46 down three in the third quarter. Now this is fourth and four. This is different than fourth and three, fourth and two, fourth and one. Obviously you guys know that, but I'm just kind of saying this, this is, this is the dramatic gimme. effect. You, yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. First of all, it's fourth down. It's not a gimme. All of a sudden people think the fourth down plays are gimmies now for some reason. I don't know why. Um, and especially with, I hate to keep bringing it up, but especially with an offensive line like this, you never know any play if they're going to block. Well, not going to block. You don't know. Um, but yeah, fourth and four from their own 46 in your down. Uh, they kicked that one away. It led to a field goal from the Cowboys. What do you guys think? Because I think this is similar to the overtime one. You're at your own 46. If you don't get this and the Cowboys get a first down, just 10 yards, which I think they averaged 10 yards a play, I think somewhere around there, or I think it was 11 actually, they're already in field goal range. So again, you're essentially giving them a field goal. What do you, what, what do you guys think? They're obviously a much more hesitant. I'm, I go conservative. I kick it away even still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Josie, what do you think? I guess I'll ask you. <laughs> I guess I'll ask you. <laughs> yeah, for I, this I, I, I would be conservative with that one, too. Yeah, Just, right, and especially because you're down. Game. 
Yeah, I mean, you're down, kick it away, try to pin him back deep. I mean, people are forgetting that the Patriots do have Jake Bailey, who is an absolute weapon. Um, he's, I mean, of course, the unit itself has been off the last couple of games. But Bailey has been overall still pretty good. You try to pin him back. I forget where they kicked him back to. It doesn't matter. It led to a field goal. So the damage was limited a little bit. This is the big one um, that everybody's talking about. I feel very strongly on this one. Fourth and three from your own 46 in overtime. I don't think you go for it here because guess what? If you don't get it, the Cowboys have to get 10 yards just like the last time, just like the last scenario I brought up. You have not stopped the Cowboys at all. And I get people like, well, that's why you should go for it. Hear me out. If you don't get it, which who knows if you do, the Cowboys just need 10 yards. It's in field goal range. They win the game. This isn't just they go up. They win the game. You should try to punt them, maybe pin them back. Because if you think your defense is that bad where you're going to go for it, why would you then give that same defense a shorter field to defend? Why wouldn't you just kick it away to begin with, give them the best chance of possible to stop them, which as we all know, they didn't. But again, I, I'm not letting the outcome, the, the outcome determine what I thought the decision should be. Um, I think kicking it away was the good decision here because if you don't get it, you're essentially giving up the game. Josie. You go. <laughs> I bet Josie loved this decision. Because <laughs> you I guys to take won. the bias out of it. Give me a second here. <laughs> yeah, try to take the bias out. So it's fourth and three from their own forty-six. They kicked yeah. it away. Obviously, we know the Cowboys went down and scored. Um, it, it, it's the same situation as before, just in overtime. The stakes are high. I think if it was later on in overtime, I would have gone for it. But since you still had so much overtime left to play. You know, it, it made sense in that opinion. You know, you could have stopped the Cowboys. You didn't, but you could have stopped the Cowboys. Yeah. And then you could have had the ball back, gotten your touchdown or field goal at that point and won the game. So I understand why they did it there. But say there was only two minutes left in overtime. You should go for it at that point. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, then you go for it. I mean, you know, Belichick was really just putting the game in the hands of between the offense and the defense. He was putting it in the hands of his strongest unit overall on the season kind of this game too a little bit who knows the back and forth but i don't know liam how do you feel man do you want to go conservative or go a little bit more aggressive here i go bull in a china shop aggressive go i know what you were gonna say big time go for it so After, what would you call okay first of all i had let me explain my reasoning quickly even if they basically have one first down and they can kick a field goal it was a guarantee that they were going to score anyway. I'm a big believer in momentum. There was no chance the Patriots defense was going to stop them once they got the ball back. They really hadn't stopped them most of the day, most of the second half. And then they gave me absolutely no hope when the Cowboys basically converted a third and 25 to tie the game and send it to overtime with that wow. field goal. I forgot when they, about that. When they pulled that, and you have to hold them, there's 25 yards set Everyone back, prevent defense, don't let anyone get more than 15 yards. Make them throw it short and have to make a play long. They couldn't do it. They gave basically gave them a first down. I think they got 24 yards out of the 25. Yeah, Liam, they got 24 yards on a third yeah. and 25. And then kicked the fucking fun. field goal. So I bet it was. I bet it was a fucking blast. <laughs> but um, Was it good for you, Josie? Was it because it was horrible for us? And, it was great. Uh, it was great. Thanks so for I, after that, I just – all faith is drained. So when it comes to that in overtime – it's again, fourth and six. That's not good. That's not close. That's not ideal. 
but the Patriots seem to thrive in the short range passing game, short range plays. It all depends on if McDaniels can throw up a play call that's not a screen or a draw to really get this. But there's no reason in my mind you don't give it to Mac Jones and try and let him make the big play of the game here to get them in field goal range, to get them down there, to get some semblance of points, whether it's a touchdown or otherwise. You call a short crossing route. You get Jacoby over the middle. You try and get something outside. Let Nelly shake a guy at the line of scrimmage. Hell, Hunter Henry, for only having two catches in this game, he should have had five. I bet on him to have five. He should have. He was open plenty of times. And he – there's just so many different options you have for fourth and six where I'd rather you take the risk and go out fighting because if you're putting your defense out there, it's not going to be much of a fight. We need a transcendent TJ Watt type defender to really shut down momentum when it's that high. And as much as I want to say Matthew Judon's that guy, he hasn't shown me that he's a clutch defensive player yet. Not this a, game at least. He's yeah, a yeah, phenomenal, this game. <laughs> he's a phenomenal defensive player, but mm-hmm. – TJ Watt forced a fumble last night to win, had a sack to win. He he was doing everything he could from a yeah. defensive end position. That's the way you shift momentum when it's at its highest. We don't have a player like that. There was no chance we were going to stop the Cowboys. We didn't stop the Cowboys. You got to shut up. Just stop me. <laughs> Starting to think we shouldn't have brought Josie on. No, we should have just sat here and cried. But I just – I think that there's really no other option. You have – all the momentum is screaming. If you can get that first down, the game completely shifts in your favor. I think it definitely does. Um, before I, I respond to that, because I think – I mean, you made points. Josie, you got your hand up. But... <laughs> so, we're talking fourth downs. I want to hear what you guys think of this one, because I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> when the Cowboys went for it on the first – in the first quarter, for – Fourth and one on their 34. Dumb, 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 dumb. I don't like know why. Zero, zero. You guys got a touchdown after. Why are you so aggressive right there? Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Telling more. That's, that's, why. that's a part of why th- th- there was a big time play discrepancy between the teams. The Patriots ran two plays there, I think, if they scored a touchdown, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't go for it on fourth down at your own 30. That goes back to what I said before with the Patriots not going forward on their own 46, their own 35. You don't do it. I don't understand well, why you would the do first. You're zero, zero. What's the point? Yeah. yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense because the whole, like, like you said, it, it's early. You can still punt it away. You don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? Maybe they muff the punt. You, fun, you pick up the fumble. Who knows what happens? Yeah. Going for it that early was dumb. I mean, to be honest, I thought they were going to get it because, you know, fourth and ones, I mean, those, I mean, and especially with an offensive line, like the Cowboys, I thought that they were going to get it, but they didn't. I loved it. Uh, that's where I see the defense did kind of show up to play a good amount, but yeah. Yeah, no, you don't go for it on fourth and one from you. I don't care if it was. Yeah, no, I kind of like it. It's kind of bold. Yeah, I know you like any, it for, for anyone but the Cowboys. But it's just yeah. shows one of those things that's like I'm not afraid. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if I was a coach, I'd go for it most of the time. Yeah, I mean, and you know what though, the Cowboys. If anything, Cowboys came into this game they were four and one. I think if if any team, I don't know, they they could afford to be aggressive and maybe take a couple losses because they do also have the firepower to fire to firepower to fire back and, you know, play catch up with the team. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I guess I can see why he made, you know, big statement on the road, get it, swing momentum, but it's just one of those things where, you know, the, the harder, the, the 
bigger the swing you take, the bigger the miss you might have. That's what I learned going up playing baseball. You know, it's one of those things where, Hey, if you want to have a home run swing, go ahead. You got to make sure you, you got to make sure you line up the ball. I don't think that, I don't think that they did that there. And obviously they didn't. Um, So yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree with that with, with, with that fourth down call whatsoever. Um, But we're on the same page. (laughs) Yeah, of course. But uh, Liam though, you, you, to kind of go back on what you said, I, I see this kind of like the end of the Bucks game where it was, do you go for it or do you kick it? I can see the argument from both sides. So that's why like the people were like, oh my God, Belichick should have went for it. I get what you're saying. And then it goes back to the, hey, big tree fall hard, big swing, big miss, or you might hit it. You don't know. It's one of those things where, listen, it's it, it's it's a three, two count, two outs. You're going to swing for the home for the fences. If you don't get it, you strike out the game's over. If you hit it, you win the game. So it, I don't, I don't know. It's one of those things where I don't think that the, the, the risk of, or, or the success rate of kicking it away or going for it was that, I think it was just a big risk, no matter what you did. Belichick erred on the side of caution, because I think when he saw that the risk calculation was pretty similar, he was like, listen, I'm going to get my defense I'm going to give my defense a longer field to defend. Hopefully they can come up with some plays because at the end of the day, people say that Belichick doesn't have faith in his teams. He showed the ultimate faith in his defense by saying, you know what? I'm going to kick it away. Hopefully you guys can stop it. You I think know? that's a bias in him though. Cause he's always been the defensive minded coach. I oh, think definitely. Always- because I think, I think that's, that's kind of how he, how he built his teams. He sees that, you know, and it's one of those things where it, not just him, that is definitely his bias. He's a defensive coach, but defense is something you always see that, travels that ends up staying more consistent than offense you know and that doesn't really have anything to do with this argument but it has to do with it in the sense that he put his faith in what he believes is the more consistent unit the unit that may be able to stop them um because if you put your faith in the offense you have one play to get the first down you put your faith in the defense you have a dozen plays to stop them yeah you know so but then at the same time i see it from the other side dude it's only three yards throw a slant you had a slant open with uh with nelson Aguilar, which we're going to touch on in a second you had a slant with jacoby myers you had a slant with people throw a slant do something like that but like you said do you trust do you trust mcdaniels to to throw a slant or is he going to do a draw i don't know um but yeah i I think it's one of those things i don't think bill call him bill like i like I know him. I don't think that Belichick, oh, Billy B. <laughs> that, that I don't think Billy. he deserves to be, to be raked over the coals. I think it's one of those things where it's like, dude, like, okay. I think this was just the cherry on top of your cake that you built, but it was a conservative cake. You know, I think if he went for it on fourth down earlier, or, you know, he had a couple more aggressive plays earlier. I don't think people would be talking about this play the same way. I think this just kind of encapsulated that whole game where I think the coaching staff did play a little too conservative. And I think the outcome kind of, um, kind of, you know, obviously was a result of that. Um, I don't want to talk about it too long because it pisses me off. I've seen videos and pictures of it. Uh, Nelly, Nellyville. I don't want to hear shit about that being a bad, bad throw. That was a better throw than the one that Bourne that was Bourne It was a fine throw. Right to him. Throw. Liam, I sent you the picture today. Josie, if you've been on Twitter, you've probably seen it. I don't know. Aguilar had 15 yards between him and the next defender, assuming he got away from the guy chasing him, which he would have because he had about two yards on him. He, he catches that ball. He might pie in the sky. He might take it to the house. He, at the very least, gets it to the 50. 
at the very least gets it to the 50, I think. That was one of those ones where I was like, fuck, 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 F, F, freak, God, <laughs> gosh, darn it. Freaking. That was me. I was, and I think, Liam, did you text me and say, oh, uh, Nelly? yeah, guess what? You texted me. That was when I had the 30 second delay. So I was like, either something really good is happening or something really bad is happening. And guess what, yeah. friends? It was, it was really bad. bad. It was really bad. bad. Yeah. How did, how did that make you feel, Liam? I want to know. Let's, let's have a quick therapy session. How'd that make you feel? Because I, for one, wanted to stick both of my eyeballs in the edge of a, you, you know, shotgun. Yes. That's, that's a good way. That's a good way to sum it up. I would have to say my pain would be something along the lines of like my first gripe divorce. Like when I eventually settle down with a nice responsible woman who whips me in line and keeps me not well from Idaho. Not from Idaho. No, not from Idaho. Definitely not from Idaho. Definitely not from <laughs> Idaho. And everything's going great. And then one day just serves me up with the impending divorce papers that I'm sure I will one day get. Just hands them to me. I'm, I don't think anything of it. I think she's handing me a paper, grab it, open up, boom, I'm getting a divorce. That's how I felt with this. Cause I'm watching this play. Everything breaks down in slow motion. Nelly gets off the line of scrimmage, throws a little jiggle in there, cuts right in for a slant. Burns number 26. I don't know who number 26 is. Doesn't matter. Probably not, no one knows. Doesn't matter. Probably not going to be in the league for a while. He got toasted. Absolutely rose behind Nelly by a good two, three paces. Jordan Lewis, by the way. That's his name? Yes. What's his name? Jordan Lewis. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> He's the old Saints quarterback. He's terrible. But yeah, anyway, just in and out of his hands. And those that's been the problem that's plagued Belly for a while. And I was afraid of this. And he's been so good. He's been very He has. He's been so good. But it just reared its ugly head. Yes. And in the worst time. And I think that just comes down to you can't put makeup on a pig. You can't disguise shit. I yeah. love Nelly, but he has some underlying problems as a wide receiver. And no matter how good he gets, there's always going to be these uh, these bad habits that kind of rear out. I think he's mm-hmm. a little too focused on getting upfield before he secures like the ball. There. Yep. Classic yep. mistake of anyone because you and me both said he's got wide open real estate. He can set up a house on a couple acres of property yep. with the field that's going on yep. in front of him. So I think he was a little overambitious. And we got to see why a lot of people criticized Nelson Aguilar before he came here. Mm-hmm. Not, not not had a lot of hate since he's been here, but now yep. it's rearing his head. Now that he shows it off, and it just kills me that I had to come in this moment because he I he know. can be great. Tied the record for the most catches in a Super Bowl that we won. And then there's this. I'll kick you. I'll kick you off <laughs> of this. You bring soon up just, that soon, soon you bring it's just going to be date. Mike. It's going to be Mike talking to himself. So it Mike, is. do you think they it's should have went for it on fourth here? It's just going to be me with different cameras set up. So I just have three different, <laughs> three different. You can meets. put Patrick in one of the frames. And he yeah, I got Patrick and Cartman back there. I'll put them there. <laughs> you ask a question, just turn the swivel chair to another camera and look in the camera and answer. <laughs> well, Mike, that's a really good question. Hey, yo, Mike, what are you thinking over there, bud? That's not the <laughs> fucking call. What are you talking you about? Hey, yeah, different got, accents got, every time, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I got accents. You got to have a German guest. I got accents, love. I got accents. I just watched Bridgerton, so I got that. I got that in my oh, Bridgerton was really good, by the way, guys. If anybody wants to watch it, uh, no, some no, crazy no. sex scenes, though, it was weird. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I see, like that's Bro. the thing. He's now Aguilar has been so good 
um, this year. Well, so good in the sense that he hasn't dropped many passes. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things. Where I don't think this is going to be like a, a, a as often it, it's not a constant problem. Early. I don't think so. No, but it just it, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like just, a big moments is, thing, maybe. This is the year where things are happening at the worst times. I, I do think that there's a good amount of NFL like juju that has to go your way. Um, I mean, shit, our podcast is named after the tuck rule, which is a rule, but they didn't have to enforce it. Nobody would have known. So it's just one of those things where, you know, there's there's just things that happen in a season where you're like, oh, yeah, I think this I think this is it. But then there's things that happen where you're like, I don't think this is it. And then this kind of brings me to my to my bigger point about this game. And um, kind of something that I wrote about today on CouchGuysports.com. Go take a look. What a shameless um, plug. Uh, I'm shocked. Shameful. Very shameful. Yeah, um, I'm actually quite I ashamed. I hate myself. Going into this season. Now, I'm, I'm not talking about predictions people made before the year, before we saw any games. Because like I said, I thought they were going to be 12 and 5. Liam, you were like 11 and 6, 12 and 5 or something too. Yeah, uh, well, but we were all around there. Josie, it doesn't matter. You're not a Patriots fan. I was going to say, I didn't make a prediction um, for your team. You probably, you probably thought the Cowboys were going to suck because that's all they do. Um, 9 and 8. But they will. I guarantee you they will be better than 9 and 8. I don't um, think they will. The, I, I think as Patriots fans, we have become spoiled in the sense that we have in our head – what we think quarterback play should always look like we have in our head, these close games, we we're always going to pull them out Um, home field. No one's ever going to win here. This is a different era. This is the start of a different era, which is the, the start part in my eyes is very important because you're watching a team develop and grow. There's, always going to be growing pains. Um, you know, whether Mac doesn't make the right read, someone misses a block, the players aren't on the same page. This is the first year you have so many new players playing together. And again, I'm not making excuses because every loss, you should still be pissed. You should still be upset. You should still take it to heart because we're fans. That's what we do. I think if you don't overreact during the game or, or a little bit after or something like that, to an extent, obviously there's a threshold where it's like, guys, calm down. Don't fire Belichick at halftime. But like, I, I, think, I think you have to cheer or you have to cheer, root, criticize your team accordingly. But when you're like this, when let's be very honest, like I said earlier, the Patriots are not Super Bowl contenders this year. It hurts me to say that. And don't get me wrong. I will cheer for them like they are. I will even tell people that they are. But deep down, I understand they're not because I do like to think that Patriots fans are one of the more knowledgeable fan bases in the NFL, which I think up to this year or even up to last year, I guess we'll say we've, we've kind of, we've kind of embodied that, but you have to understand that you're going to lose some tough games like this. You're going to lose close games like this. You're going to play very competitive games every week because you are a good team. You're a, you're a pretty good team. But you're just you don't have all the pieces, all the things in place to win these games yet. And that's what I'm saying. I think this team is a year, maybe two years away from being perennial playoff contenders, playoff makers, impossible Super Bowl contenders, because I think in the offseason, you you obviously have some holes. Maybe you get, maybe you draft a playmaking corner, playmaking guy in the secondary. Maybe you draft a wide receiver. I don't know. Um, but I just think that this team is about a year away. And when you criticize this team, when you get very upset about this team, you always have to remember in the back of your head, this team's on the upward trajectory. 
This isn't the end of Tom Brady's career when we start to suck and everybody's like, oh my God, this is the end. No, 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 guys. You have 10 to 15 years of good, good football. And I'm not saying, oh guys, the future is bright. So you don't have to worry about the present and all this. No, 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 no. Still be pissed. Yeah. Still be very upset. Show the emotion. But at the same time, you have to be optimistic about it because the pieces are there. The coaching is there, even though McDaniels used to get a little bit better, but that's fine. He, he hasn't, he wasn't bad last game. Let's just get that. Out. No, I don't think so. Um, even though I texted you, Liam, I was mad. I was like, I'm pissed at McDaniels. I was upset at everybody. Um, but yeah, I think Patriots fans, if I'm going to leave everybody with one thing, calm down. This isn't the end of the world. Like relax. relax. I understand it's frustrating because we, we have, but Liam, I think you said it. I think the last like three podcasts, we're accustomed to a certain level of, you know, of certain of life, standard of, of living is the certain way. standard of living. That is it. Friends. You have to lower that standard a little bit. You know, when you walk by a bunch of workers, a bunch of um, foremen on a construction site, you see the building, tall ass building getting built. You don't go, that building sucks. <laughs> Doesn't even have a roof. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even have a floor. No, no, no. You know, you, you drive by, you go, they're still not done building that yet. They're still not done, which you can say that here. Oh, what? The Patriots still haven't put it all together. Sometimes buildings take too long to build. You're not going to walk by Picasso and be like, bro, you just got an outline done. That's it. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? You know, when you get a tattoo and you have the outline, you're like, no, just wait to the finished product. It's annoying while it's happening. It's very frustrating, but at the same time, you got to be optimistic about it. If you're a pessimist, just stay away. Go root for another fan base because being a fan means you have to root for the team. (laughs) You have to take the good with the bad. And like I said, Patriots fans, we're smarter than this. Take a step back. Look at what's going on. It sucks right now, but I promise you it's going to be better. And next week's going to be a win. Step off my soapbox. Definitely step off my soapbox. I'm sorry. If you guys have any closing statements, before we before we quickly touch on both of our teams' games, oh, the Cowboys don't play next week. Just touching on the Patriots game. Awkward. Well, uh, yeah, we got a bye week. We're rolling into the bye, five and one. No yeah. better position to sit and it in. All goes down. And I just there. honestly, you guys are like <laughs> saying you're not Super Bowl contenders. I just hope the Cowboys can finally win a playoff game. That would just you make will. me so you will happy. This, year. this will be the year you definitely will. This will be you're gonna be waiting for a long, long time. Baby steps, but. Anybody that wants to get off the Patriots bandwagon wants to join the real America's team. Anybody getting off the Patriots bandwagon, <laughs> I guarantee you. Do you know where they're going? Hold on, let me just check going? the bandwagon Probably real the quick. Bills, right? You getting off? You getting off? No, no they're no. going to Tampa no. because they were never Patriots oh, fans in the Brady. first place. Yeah, that's fair. You'd be lucky but if your grandkids are Cowboys win. They will beat the Jets. There you go. <laughs> Definitely Thank will you. beat the Thank Jets. you. Thank you for the for, for the vote of confidence. Uh, Liam, what's your, Cowboys, what's your kind of closing? Closing. Hey. Shush. <laughs> what do you think of your uh, what are your closing thoughts on everything, Liam? I don't want to be that guy. If Sweet Fee was still playing, it's probably a dub. Yeah, no, if Sweet Rest Fee was playing, they go right. for it on these fourth downs. Let's be they honest, do. they, they do. go they, for it on some they of they put him downs. in a quarterback and he yep. delivers on these third downs. Yep, yeah. Oh, no, if he if he is around, and again, that's another thing, but people, when they say that Belichick should be on the hot seat, you're not looking at the whole thing. you got all these things. Yeah. you got injuries. James White is one of your most valuable players. He was a captain. Yeah. I'm sorry. Whenever a captain goes out, that's going to affect your team. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, James White is in. They're more aggressive on the fourth downs. Yep. We yeah. love James White here. 
We do. That's my positive with the Patriots. Very, very pro James White uh, podcast. So I think not normally a big feet guy, but in this case, huge. No, no, no. Don't like feet, actually. Don't like feet. (laughs) But, um, that was an awkward turn that did not need to happen, Liam. <laughs> I like the, I like the sweet ones, not the regular ones. Sweet, like how they how they like like taste or smell. Oh or, God! Whatever James White, whatever James right White's now, feet are. I, salt and vinegar sounds pretty tight too. Now that I think of it, James White's probably got nasty feet. All the all the games he's carried, you got to think. Uh, I don't know. We're making Josie uncomfortable though. You know why? Because Josie likes feet. That's what this is. That's why she's like, "Oh my god, god no!" I gotta go. That's it. Wow. No, That's God, no. Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, you know this this last guys it sucks two and four again. The the season isn't over. Guys like Josie support us. <laughs> you got that. You got you got the um you got the Jets next week. Um, spoiler alert, they'll probably win against the Jets. It brings Job you up City. to three and four. And then after that, guys, just a quick little rundown of what you got. You had a game against the Chargers. That's gonna be very tough. Yeah. All likelihood, you're probably gonna lose that one. I hate to say it because I am still That's a fan, a but like in all likelihood, you may. Then you play the Panthers. I'm sorry, Sam Darnold's starting to come back down to earth. Christian McCaffrey's a little banged up. Hopefully you can pull that one out. You play the Browns. Browns are a joke. Um, I don't think you have to really worry about them. And then you go against Atlanta. That's a win because I Red. still think that you're in Atlanta's head from the Super Bowl. So oh, guys, forever and ever. Good things are on the horizon. All right. Um, Josie, I hope bad things are on the horizon for your team. But they are. Let's not say. It's a safe yeah. assessment. Um, I'm gonna come on. You know, you you admitted they are your NFC East or NFC in general. They're my NFC team. You know, well, Josie, that is why I said that I do think the Cowboys are our Super Bowl contenders this year. Uh, partly because I believe it, partly because (laughs) partly because it makes me feel better that we just lost to them, but um, but yeah, I don't think I have uh, I don't get the shocked look off your face, Liam. You know, I'm a secret. Cowboy, um, we got not a cowboy like coming up after the bye. I can hear a secret fan. something else. You're too. gonna be seeing lots more wins here. We got a good easy stretch after. Who do you got? Who do you got next? Phil. Phil so we have our bye, and then we have yep. the Vikings. As that's a win, probably. I think loss. the Vikings. Then we have the Broncos. Loss. That's. Then we have the Falcons. Win. Win. Come on, yeah. Come on, Liam. Even Liam knows that he's like, yeah. Then we have the Chiefs. Loss, huge loss, triple digit loss. Then we got the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Loss. Oh, that's a loss because it's on Thanksgiving. The Raiders aren't even going to be good. Thanksgiving is cursed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, see, see, okay, Liam, this is where we may have to cheer for the Cowboys because at this point, you might need the Raiders to lose and the Broncos to lose so that you, as a Patriots fan and Patriots pseudo team member, can make the And the Chiefs to lose. I we'll see. Hate the Chiefs. We'll see First how they all, do the rest of the time. Mahomes is a sloppy boy with his sloppy family and his sloppy football. Did you see his brother dance on Sean Taylor's? Uh, oh, oh yeah. 21? I'm actually gonna hunt him down and hurt him for that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a no. That's wild. That's <laughs> wild. Because I, yeah, I think I, he should I think, be banned uh, from every stadium ever, anywhere. I think like, what we should high do, school games. He should be banned from. Oh, all of them. Any, any, any any stadium, any game. I think what we should do at the end of the podcast, we should maybe touch on like one or two things that happened in the NFL. And I think that's what we touched on right there. Um, yeah. You don't, you don't dance on Sean. And it's like, he didn't know they had like Sean Taylor appreciation day, which by the way, was like, not <laughs> great. I don't know. I think Liam, something just like exploded in Liam's in 
in in Liam's screen. I'm not sure what happened, but um, me neither. I'm still trying to figure that out. So yeah. <laughs> but all right, I think on that note, um, <laughs> Josie, Josie, um, Averett, yeah, thank you very much for coming on the pod. Um, the door is not always open for you, but you know sometimes we'll. we'll if, you no- if you knock, we might. Answer. When, when you, you want to say "shut up, Josie" a billion times. On a podcast. I think I only said it like twice. I, th- I feel like I have to say this too, because I know like so what's going on. Much. The three of us are friends. So it is not a mean shut up Josie or anything. So I yeah, feel no, like no. I have to get All it out us. there because you know, I have to get it out there because I feel like people might be upset Look, about it. If I wasn't um, your friend, would you really have me on the podcast after the Cowboys won? Come on, come on. Probably. We're having yeah, Maddie B not. on. Yeah. I had to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Talk yeah, about he's, Wendy's. He's upset that we talked about Wendy's. Um, <laughs> So guys, uh, Josie, like I said, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, next time, next time, I'm sure you'll be on again this season. Uh, maybe after a big Cowboys loss, we'll bring you on and just ridicule you and then kick That'd you right awesome. out of the group. Sounds um, great. For, for Liam McDade, for Josie, Idaho, Averett, I'm Mike Sullivan. See you guys next week. It's going to be a win against the Jets, by the way. Big win. That's my, that's my guess. All right. See you guys later. We out. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.